1: Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. This is Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode 167, April 8th, 1995. And this is Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast, where today I'm sitting here with Doc. And Harper is supposed to join us, but he is running severely late, so we had to get going. We're always against a time crunch, it seems. Um, But no, we worked it in where we're we're supposed to have Harper today. And um, we'll see when Mr. Paperwork and Mr. Superstar finally joins us. Uh, this is tape number four from Council of Virginia, drawing 425 people, if you believe the Internet. Remember, this episode was filmed March 6th of 95. Doc, how you doing this morning?
2: I'm super blessed, as always. I just I, I'm constantly trying to figure out the enigma that is our our good friend, hard body Harper. So he's been up all night. Right. It, it is seven o'clock in the morning and he has not been to bed. Right.
1: Uh, presumably if um, he worked last night like he said so.
2: Okay, so he's not asleep.
1: It's an astute observation.
2: Yeah, and he's, I, I, I can only assume doing stuff around his house and just doesn't show up on time. And that's where I, my brain starts to explode.
1: He lives in his own world. Maybe he'll maybe he'll join us today, and his voice will be—I uh, I wouldn't say modulated, but slowed down like it was on the NWA show from June eighteenth, nineteen eighty-eight. That was just ridiculous in its own Well,
2: world. I'm going to give some advice to the to the listeners out there that also could be a, probably applied to the ladies that try to get themselves into the hard body scene. Man, I think with with harper you just take what you can get and be happy that you got something right
1: you would you said the ladies as well like
2: yeah because i you know the ladies like i could change him
1: oh, i mean sh-
2: he's a little weird with all those toys from when he was a kid but he is good with my child so you know maybe i could change him and then yeah, okay <laughs> i don't know if i'd go there but all right so i just want to let all the listeners know he'll probably be here at some point you know and we'll just take twenty what,
1: minutes or so, maybe, right?
2: Yeah, we'll take what we get.
1: <laughs> that's, um, that's
2: that's the only way I know that, and us just deciding to start without him.
1: You and I, you and I are are, are time fiends, though. We are like punctual to the
2: minute,
1: to, punctual to the second. If you like tell, I don't know that
2: I, I don't know that I've ever met anybody else that was as punctual, punctual as me until I met you.
1: Yeah. Like you tell me, I gotta be somewhere at nine o'clock. I'm probably gonna be there five minutes early.
2: I practice the Tom Coughlin rule of punctuality, which is you need to be places early.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. And but, paperwork is on. Let me. Oh
2: let me, my goodness, that's only eight minutes. Charmed I mean,
1: life. Uh, charmed life. Let me get him in here. Uh, but but I agree. I'm the. Uh, you and I are. are, are just a
2: rare a rare it's probably one of the things that's kept this show alive as long as it has
1: it's probably one of the things Harper, (laughs) good morning uh hey doing
2: well we got a quick question for you harper uh before we get back into resetting the show um so the people uh, the listeners were wondering uh we said start at seven and it's now 708 people want to know what you've been doing for the last eight minutes
1: i've been worrying about uh patrick mahone's Oh, oh! That's gonna be—that's not gonna be timely by the time this drops. It might be <laughs> his fate yeah, will be really. known by then.
3: Okay, oh, so just, I think it's known by right now.
1: The, the 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 um the fate of the of the starting quarterback in, in this year's NFL is as perilous as our recording schedule these days.
3: It's yeah. like being a lieutenant in the Vietnam War. You're gonna just eventually, you're gonna get. Fucking shot!
2: well I was gonna, I was gonna say it was like being a pigment challenged person getting pulled over by the police.
1: Oh, no. hey, come That's on! Like, come on! Come on, bro! We're all right. True, all right.
2: So Mike knows it's true. um on, and all bro. of our listeners out there that suffered the same affliction as Mike know it's true.
1: Oh, stop! Come on, man! Stop! Stop!
2: All <laughs> right. So uh we're here to we're here to live, love, and laugh wrestling style. So, um. Harper, we're doing episode 167. That's April 8th of uh, 1995. Uh, This is your first time to join us in a while. We're we're obviously uh, very pleased that you could. It's a better show when you do join us. We do have a quick question for you. You haven't watched Smoky or you haven't been on the Smoky Mountain shows in a while.
1: He's missed four, Doc, I think. I think he's missed four. Yeah,
2: so that's a month of shows. Have you watched any of it on your own, or have you just taken a break and this is gonna? This was all kind of new to you. He took a break.
1: It's, yeah. Well, yeah. he knows Bobby won. I mean, he and I have talked about that.
2: Okay. Yeah. So, and here's
1: right, the well. thing. Here's the thing. Some of these episodes had those recaps in them where where Hopper just seeing those clips can figure out what the hell's going on. That's what's. Yeah.
2: I, I'm not. I'm just asking where we're at here. So yeah. That-
1: I got you. Yeah. I got you. Seeing right. see, like,
3: the, uh, the fucking Undertaker on here is crazy with the tag oh. team match.
1: Well, and yeah. we're going to get into that because you right. You weren't here when Bobby won the title, nor Corny made the announcement about the Undertaker. So, all right. I got all the recorders running. We're doing Smoky Mountain Wrestling, episode 167, April 8th, 1995. Shout out to Disrespectfully Classy, Marky e. Blassie, Kyle Riley, Mike Childry for your generous patronage contributions every single month. We appreciate it for supporting this show. Shout out to all the patrons as well. And if you're not one, become one at tinyurl.com slash Patreon BTT. You get the video review versions of these. You get the Clash of Champions, the Jim Crocker Promotions pay-per-views, all that good stuff, the world-class shows with me and SMU Heavyweight. All that stuff is over on Patreon, tinyurl.com slash Patreon btT Les Thatcher and Jim Ross open up the show. Let me warn you, Jim Ross' time in Smoky Mountain is getting close to the end as we uh, embark on another episode with him at the booth. Uh, Les and JR set the table for the week. Nothing of big to note, so let's get to the ring. Boo Bradley takes on Mike Sampson. JR plugs Fright Night, which is taking place tonight, April 8, 1995, where Boo will wrestle Killer Kyle in an Anything Goes match. Uh, Boo Bradley wins over Mike Sampson with ease. Doc, I'll throw it to you first. Anything from the opening with less and Jim or from Boo and Mike Sampson?
2: Um get a good look at JR there if you're watching the video feed, because this is it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's uh he's wrapping up, pal.
2: Yeah, he's uh he's gonna go away so we can miss him. Uh yeah.
1: <laughs> Chip Kessler.
2: And, we had, yeah yeah <laughs> what 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 it's well here's the thing he's not that bad man we making he, fun of him he, he's, he's really not but he's also judged against like what we're losing yeah so like when you go from Dutch to Jr or less and Coddle to Jr you miss I miss still miss Coddle and Dutch but you got less in Jr.
1: Dude, Dutch and Bob Cottle are the most underrated duo in wrestling history when it comes to commentary, in my opinion. And
2: and it's real easy to forget that they really carried the shows in like the first 15 or so when the talent was kind of weird and it was getting started and they really went off on each other. And Man, look at Boo there. He looks like he got hit with the belt sander.
1: Hey, but what I was gonna say was you got Dutch and Bob Cottle and then you get Les comes in, and then you get Jr comes in. So you got these four guys who are very, very much well known in the wrestling industry, and then you throw Chip and you throw Chip Kessler in the mix. He's not bad. He looks like he did a lot of coke because I mean his eyes are always bugged out, but he's not horrible. And you it's know just... what
2: he is? You know what he is? What's that? He's like if. In a few years, like the Packers are used to having Brett Favre. Then they're used to having Aaron Rodgers. And then they got to start over and they go get him a third or fourth rounder. And he comes in and he does well, but he doesn't have the skill set yet to, or the name, to get him into the playoffs. And everybody freaks out and chops his head off.
1: It's a good analogy. There you go. I got it,
2: man. I'm on it this morning. I'm a little hungover, but we're going to be all
1: right. Pulper, anything from Boo Bradley and uh, Mike Sampson? No. Nah. Okay. Well, I want to hear from Boo because it's ridiculous. Here it is. Yeah.
4: <laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, tonight, as we said, is the night, 8 o'clock, Johnson City Freedom Hall. You get a chance. Go one-on-one with Killer Kyle. You got a big score to settle with this guy, Boo. Mr. Ross,
5: all my friends know me, you know. Hi, everybody. They all know me, right? I'm a likable guy, but I wasn't always so likable. There was a time when some people who I won't say their names used to leave me around in the ring on this. Kyle, look at my head. The only reason that that kid busted me open was because of what you did. But you know what they say: fool, fool me once, shame on you. You know. Right. But if you fool me twice, stuff happens. You know.
4: Something like that. Something like that. that. Yeah.
5: But killer Kyle. (laughs) I got here an eight foot long chain with a studded dog collar. I dropped blood to you. Nobody, nobody's ever done this to me before. Killer Kyle, when I smack you upside the head with this, I hope that you have that insurance stuff, because you're going to need it, because you're going to need about 150 stitches to close up what I'm going to do to him. All right. And I just want everybody to come down there and root for me, all right? Because I'm going to do it for every one of you. And every one of you, and I'm going to help get rid of them for you too, Mr. Ross. Okay, Okay. pal. Eat those peas and get ready for tonight. Oh, peas and spinach. And corn. And ho-hos.
1: Ho-hos. All right, ladies and gentlemen, he'll be ready tonight at
5: 8 o'clock.
4: Thank you very much.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Hoffer, you first, man. You first.
3: (laughs) I I hope he has that insurance stuff.
2: That insurance. I read that note too, that insurance stuff.
3: (laughs) And he kind of...
2: I got to enroll for my benefits for work today. I'm going to go tell my wife, get over here, Dwight. We need to figure out our insurance stuff. It's
3: nice. He's he's almost kind of like a Mighty Wilbur type of
2: guy. Yeah, that's a good one. Except he's real good at this, and g- Mighty Wilbur's not.
1: Well, yeah. Yeah, because we can't figure out if Wilbur's really that bad or if he's acting, which is kind of yeah. amazing in <laughs> <itself>. <laughs>
2: I like that he elicits Jr. doing the okay, pal. He's eats ho-hos, too. When's the last time you had a ho-ho, Harper?
3: That was those, like, like chocolate... They were, like, Twinkie.
2: They're yes. like you're cutting out. Mike, do you... you They're chocolates. So they I now, you oh, need to shit. go get your internet fixed. Uh, Mike, you... Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. You probably like ho better. Oh, <laughs> Stop talking until you get your shit fixed. Um, <laughs> shit, you probably like ho hos more than than uh, Twinkies, right? Me? Yeah.
3: I don't like. Yeah. It. I used well, to ch- love fucking Twinkies. Used to love what?
2: Harper, think of all you... the time. Think of all the, the time you spend, Think of all the time you're going to spend editing all this out.
1: Harbor, did, uh, did you uh? Did you reboot? Great, right? No. Harper, <laughs> hang up and reboot, man. I'm going to call you back. All right. I, when I see all you right. green, I, I'll, I'll call you back. It might be part of it. All, all right. right. Okay. We'll keep going in the meantime. Um, yeah. No, uh, dog, so I don't, he's, he's. I don't eat Twinkies, and ho- I, I don't really like them, to be honest with you. They're not all okay. that
2: great. Okay.
1: You, you like them?
2: No, not at all. They're gross. Oh.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, but
2: I don't uh, like spinach and peas either. So
1: you don't like vegetables at all. You've told me a million times. You the, the textures just I don't. Yeah,
2: know. it's all gross. Um, but okay. Boo's got a. I don't like the Boo Bradley diet one bit.
1: Well, you know, I mean, how do you think he keeps that uh that uh felt figure he's got? Yeah. Po-ho's? Contributes. Oh ho. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Spam. Probably eat some spam
1: all right let's keep going uh that was glorious especially the ho-hos part and him and jr interacting the wolf he was
2: he was let's don't gloss over that he was really good there and it's pretty funny to think about when he came in he was barely he could barely speak in his character you know because he was so r-worded that he couldn't talk and now he's popping us with his words so that that's an interesting kind of character arc for him over the last year or so
1: good point good point um he's getting close to the end too i believe so uh, he's got to go see.
2: swing some chairs over an ec dub
1: yep the wolf Here's man the thing, and i may
2: I, well, hold on i may have said this last week he's here longer than i remember when i watched this the first time so i was yeah, expecting him to be gone right after candido
1: He's got a longer run than I remember. I agree. It, it, it feels it feels much longer than what it did the, the first go around. But the Wolfman defeats... Uh, I'm sorry. The Wolfman takes on Killer Kyle in the Beats Champs TV title match. Kyle wins uh, in about two minutes, and then they bury the Wolfman under the X flag. Uh, we then... I, wonder if
2: they had to wa- I wonder if they had to watch that flag afterwards.
1: That's nice. It probably stunk when they put it on the Wolfman. <laughs> Smell like weed, yeah. um, funky, it's but like dusty. shitty
2: weed. <laughs> like shitty weed and bad decisions. To quote funky, Harper,
1: f- "Funky but dusty and bad decisions." yes.
2: <laughs> God, can you imagine the the lack of quality that the Wolfman's pulling in the Smoky Mountain area from the Rat Stable?
1: Dude, he's got the bottom of the barrel snatch. <laughs> it's it's like, and as we've you know,
2: asked, discussed on this show. For wrestlers, that's saying something.
1: I mean, he's he's scraping the bottom of the barrel that snatches some of that snatch might they might have eight toes on each foot. I mean there's wow. some there's some downwind chemical plant action happening with the wolf man. No doubt.
2: And he but, well and the the funny part would be if you ask him how he's going how it's doing and if he was like, Man, this is the best time of my life. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, he's chauffeuring around Budro. He's Budro's lackey, so there's no telling. You know, but Budro might pull him. But Budro might be helping him pull a, you know, a decent piece. You know, I mean, you never know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, we keep going. Bobby Blaze versus Larry Santo. Bobby won't back down. That song is so fitting for Bobby, and in such a great way. And Bobby wins with the Northern Lights suplex. Doc, any thoughts from that?
2: I, I said this. Almost. Probably over a year ago, but it, I'm still there. Larry Santo looks like a cross between Kane and Lance Storm.
1: Um, Bring a copper back into this.
2: Okay. I, I, I welcome that.
1: Uh, yeah, it might be something to that. There he is. Okay. Superstar's back. Say something, Hopper. Hey.
2: All yeah. right. Now, here's go. my question. Here's my question about to Bobby, because I know he's listening. Good friend of the show. He's been, uh, I want to give uh, Bobby a shout out because I was listening to his podcast and uh, they mentioned us and and uh, that he was on the show. So, you know, keep up our friendly relations with the uh, current Smoky Mountain heavyweight champion. Um, what would happen to Bobby if he tried the Northern Light suplex and the bridge? Today in 2019.
1: I don't know what you're getting at, Hopper. What do you think? Yeah, I don't. I mean,
2: well, how many bones would break in his body? And
3: oh, all of them.
2: Yeah, I just wonder what if he thinks he could. You know, because the rock and roll is still dropping the. You know, they're still doing the double drop kick. So, just wondering. You know, as guys age, they say do a finisher that you could do forever and on anybody. Could he pull off his finisher one time if he had to?
1: Yeah. You, I didn't know. I didn't realize you meant Bobby in 2019. Right now, doing that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> he ain't doing it. That, yeah. That, that's not. It's like a physical impossibility. He wouldn't hurt himself because he couldn't do it. Probably.
2: Okay.
1: How'd I sound oh. mean when I say that? I love you, Bobby. I don't. What's you like your that. Mic?
2: Well, that's why I wanted him to tell us he could do it instead of you being a complete and total <laughs> prick.
1: My bad. Would you say, "Hopper,
2: you're a, you're an asshole, dude"? And I have spent four years <laughs> trying to tell the people this, and finally, they're going to listen
1: oh man i love bobby He's like a friend of mine man you i hate, don't mean it like man, that
2: you hate you hate bobby you're like man he just he talks too much he won't be quiet oh
1: god Dan, come on bro <laughs>
2: and before the show today pa- patrons and and listeners you should have heard what mike was saying about y'all and i was said like, come on dude we love them that's that's oh, the reason we do the show and he's like man maybe we need to rethink that
1: damn come on bro doc you're really good at putting your words in my mouth <laughs>
2: you want me to put something else in your mouth
1: i'll pass hopper any about, thoughts on i was just
2: talking about going to buddy i don't know what you're thinking about
1: oh okay hopper any other thoughts on bobby and his uh, northern lights no you got the big victory you sure did
2: boy it is amazing how much <laughs> just restarting your computer was always the answer
1: but, but, but we couldn't Mike, get him to restart Mike. two weeks, a few weeks ago when he when his voice slowed down on the NWA show. That was great. Mike,
2: Mike, when's the last time that we did this show that you didn't restart your computer right beforehand?
1: Four years ago. Yeah. That's nice. Wait, is his voice slowed down? No. Okay. Nah. I'm like hearing. I'm like hearing things because I got to tell you. I went back to the 24, 23 minute mark of that NWA show from June 18, 1988, last night to make sure everything dropped perfect. And I fast forwarded to that segment. And Harper's voice slowing down when he became the whistleblower is the greatest thing in podcasting history. And I'm not this saying hype. Uh, how do you say it, Doc? Hyperbole? Hyperbole. All right, let's hyperbole. go to Buddy. Let's hyperbole. <laughs> let's go to Buddy Landell. He's, he's cutting a promo now after Bobby's match.
4: Okay, Les, thanks very much. Now, I want to make sure I got this right. Tonight in Johnson City, as uh, you got double duty. Right. You're going to try to get your Rolex, your car, and win the Smoky Mountain title from Bobby Blaze. And then you're going to wrestle the dirty white boy. And if you break any rules, an officer, a uh, Kim Birchfield, is going to take you to jail. Have I got that right? I'm glad you put that in perspective.
5: I got shafted out of the title. I lost my Rolex, I lost my Mercedes Benz, now I'm putting up $10,000 cash towards that title and to win all my stuff back tonight, Bobby Blaze, in Johnson City, Tennessee. And then after I get through winning everything back and coming out the Smoky Mountain Heavyweight Champion, I've got, like Jim Ross said, double duty. I've got to come right back out and wrestle the dirty white boy. With my ex-good friend, police officer, Johnson City's police officer, Kim Birchfield, is going to be the special referee. And he they say, if I break the rules, that he's going to have me arrested and put in jail, right?
4: That's what the deal is. Are you ready to go to jail? Because I know you're going to break the rules, buddy.
5: I guess he forgot about the time when I used to pick his head up out of the toilet when he was so drunk he couldn't drive home. What? I used to help him campaign and run for sheriff. No wonder he never got elected. He's an ingrate, and he forgot about all the times that I helped feed his family when he was down and out. But let me tell you something, Kim Burchfield. I did a little checking on my own. And come to find out, I wonder if you've got the arresting power of a real police officer anyway. Because my sources tell me that you're nothing more than a meter maid, that you put parking tickets on windshields.
4: I think he'll be able to take you to jail, buddy. And... Then you know, pack kinda lightly because they don't let you they check that stuff Well, tonight in Johnson City, it's fright
5: night. And speaking of fright night, what is this? A wolf man of all things, fright night tonight in Johnson City, we got the wolf man here.
4: Our old friend the wolf man's back with us.
5: What do you want, boy? Hey, mister Landell. Yeah. Nature boy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've been having a real hard time trying to win a match here, and I know I got what it takes to win a match here yeah. in Smoky Mountain. Yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering, you know Would you help me out? Will you show me some things? Would you train me just a little bit? I know I got it in me. I know I can win a match. Train you? Yes. Well, I know that you know that I'm an all-American athlete. All right, you want me to train you? Take your coat off. Take your coat off real quick. Take it off.
4: Buddy, we don't really have time for this. All
5: right, just this real I'm gonna train him real quick. I'm gonna show you something, all right? Now if you can do can you bend over and touch your toes like a deep knee bend, just touch your toes. Can you do that? That's real good. Hey, buddy, come on. Hey, now, tell you something. Bobby Blaze, tonight in Johnson City, I'm taking the Smoky Mountain belt back, shine my Mercedes up, wind my Rolex. You're getting it tonight, pal. And, Kim Burchfield, stick your nose in. I double-dog dare you. Coming for you, white
4: boy, tonight. Low luck, quit that. Buddy, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back.
1: I'm going to go to Harper first. Harper, what do you think? fucking <laughs>
2: every time I see that shit he's wearing I get more disgusted by it and I'm not he even...
3: looks like Jeremiah bro what's the name of that old western Jeremiah Johnson where yeah. he's like a fur trader yeah that's what he looks like like a, a fur trader you might and need to speaking go restart Kim.
6: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no he's a... It's, 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 uh, he's modulated, but I, I can make it out at least. Go ahead.
3: Have y'all Googled that, that guy, Kim Birchfield?
1: Oh mm-hmm. boy. You no. did.
3: Yeah. Speaking of that insurance stuff, investigated for insurance fraud in 2013.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: back to, back the blue, huh? Yeah, <laughs> Mike. If your people would just do what the police officers say, they could commit some insurance fraud. Allegedly, Maybe. Allegedly. allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. We don't know. It's investigated. That's different. I mean, we don't know.
3: That's got to be him because it looks like him. He's got that mustache and everything.
2: Well, there you go.
3: I mean, insurance two thousand and fourteen.
1: Insurance fraud. You said Hopper.
3: Yeah, Gate City, Virginia. Well, that's got to be <laughs> him.
1: Someone send that question to Corny Drive Through. Yeah. i want to know now what the <laughs> hell is up with Ken Birchfield.
2: It's Kim, like a girl, right? Not Ken. Oh,
6: right okay. Kim. Yeah, Kim.
1: Okay. Kim. All right. One other question for Hopper. So we know Ken Kim Birchfield is uh, allegedly. Has been investigated for insurance fraud, but other than that, that's Harper, gotta be
3: him, man. It's gotta I, be. I agree.
1: But Hopper, um, have we already asked you what kind of car the Wolfman drives?
3: Fuck the Wolfman. This motherfucker.
2: <laughs> I'm not sure he has a car. <laughs> I yeah, has, I think he has a bus pass.
3: <laughs> He's taking a fucking mega bus
2: everywhere. He's he's driving buddy because he doesn't have a car.
1: Harper, what's uh what's the wolf man's gear smell like?
2: Oh god, that's just
3: gotta be gross, man.
2: That <laughs> look, I'm not against hunting at all. I don't hunt, but I don't care. So this is not any sort of pita thing. I love animals, I love eating animals, I love going to the zoo and seeing animals. I don't have a I don't have a hardline position on this. So what I'm about to say is not from any sort of either or, but that fucking pelt coat is so stupid for it's a, gotta be fake. I don't know, but he, it is gross looking. I mean,
3: I don't get what it says What nothing of it says wolf.
1: <laughs> boogie nothing about you says computers <laughs> or technology
2: <laughs> okay he's all soft spoken shouldn't he at least
3: howl he should howl or 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 do something
1: well he howls in the ring before his matches he just did it with uh um, killer okay, cow yeah now
2: the other thing and, is if you look at him from the side when that pelt is not Look, if we're gonna have a pelt in Smoky Mountain, it needs to be on Stan Lane's head, not the Wolfman. But agree. But when he looks to the side at Buddy, you can see his face. That dude's old.
3: Yeah, that guy is old.
2: So he's just now getting involved in wrestling. And, and this is how he's doing it. <laughs> <laughs> hmm.
1: Alright. He's
3: like, well, I got this big fur coat thing, like a fur trader thing, and I can call myself Wolfman, and I can dress like a caveman. So why don't you call it. yourself fa- Caveman? Nah, saw, let's let's go Wolf.
2: I saw it at an estate sale back up in the holler, and I got it because I thought it looked neat. I could use that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright. Any other thoughts on Buddy Landell talking about that's, Bobby wait, and the that, wolf-
2: that's not That's not true. Actually, I found that pelt on the side of the road in a rainstorm. <laughs> Oh, just so you know, right there, um, buddy is thirty three, right there.
1: Jesus Christ, That's eleven years younger than me. <laughs> uh,
2: isn't buddy, that fucking crazy? You think Buddy at ninety five has been through the wars, but he's still young.
3: God, he must have been.
2: He started it like I I've read. He dropped out of high school to start wrestling. That's that sounds great.
1: You, what a, if what if point. you've never seen it, you gotta look at him. You gotta go back to like the dark 82, hair, eighty two mid south. Yeah, when he's got the dark hair and he and he, I mean, he looks like a kid, man. He really does. Like, well, age. if
2: he's eighty two, that's thirteen years before this, and he's thirty three. That would have made him twenty
1: of them. Damn, man. And, and he looks, he he. I mean, you can see the youth. I mean, he he's got the dark hair. He he looks like a kid, man. And the funny part is, he he doesn't like he's he's an enhancement talent during that time and then into '83. But shit, by '85, man, he's he's like got a major program in in mid south and he's like doing some good shit. '84, '85, man, he, he 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 blows up.
3: This this is all all he's ever known.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's only it's the only thing he's ever had. Damn. All right.
2: Arn, Arn said that in his podcast. I mean, sure. Yeah.
6: That was J. J JJ Dillon, JJ Dillon
2: said that. I mean, he got done with some wrestling, and he's like, I, I don't have a lot of skills, and I got a special needs kid to take care of. The wrestling business isn't a good resume builder, is it, Mike?
1: I mean, if you do something else outside of it, but it. It's not on my resume. That's for damn sure.
3: You should have put that on there.
1: I, I actually hide it from from most people.
3: Why? Why would you hide that? That's yeah, your love. Okay. That's your passion, Michael.
1: I'm not talking about talking about it as like a fan. I'm talking about being involved in it. You, I hate something. talking
3: about it, bro. Me, that's like, what I'm I, saying. I, I have no desire. And then some, uh, in, of course, some assholes got to bring it up. Like, why you got to bring this shit up? Dude. Now I've got to have a fucking three-hour conversation about it. It, it, and I feel like I'm I'm almost like on The Sopranos when <laughs> the episode when he plays golf with the doctors, and they're asking him, like, so what's more realistic, The Godfather or, or you know, Casino? When it, <laughs> and, it, and he's looking at the doctor like, you motherfucker.
2: Everybody wants you to put them in the figure four to see if it hurts.
3: Yeah, and it's just like what my just a conversation piece, bro.
1: here's how it goes. This is this is 100% true. It, oh, you in wrestling? You mean that WWE stuff? Yeah. Uh, well, you know something like that. So it's 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 not real, right? Uh, yeah, something like that. I mean like like I mean, it looks like it hurts a little, but uh, it, it's like pre it's scripted though, right? Like they like they have it all figured out beforehand. You gotta understand, ninety five percent of the people that that are having this conversation with you, they're not even fans. All they know is the Hulk WWE Hogan. brand and Hulk Hogan and yeah, maybe
2: Steve lost The right. Rock then used to do that, right?
1: You know, my
2: kid likes John, My kid likes John Cena.
1: And they're so detached uh-huh. from it, they go. So, so so you worked in the WWE and, and you're just like, yeah. God, I would rather be anywhere than this stupid bull crap conversation right now. That's why it's th- just stupid to talk about. And I hate, yeah. I'm like, Harper, why did you just bring that up? Wh- why? Or, yeah. or I'll even go into denial sometimes. Like, I have no clue what this idiot's talking about. <laughs> Yeah, that's not I'm like, true,
2: because when you told me at work, you asked me if I wanted some eight by tens. Yeah, okay. uh, nah, that's all right, bro. Hopper, did you ever have, have like,
1: you have you ever gone to the no sale hopper where you're like, I have no clue what they're talking about?
2: Yeah,
3: because I just don't want to talk about it. Right. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to keep having that fucking groundhog day conversation. <laughs> like I'm Bill Murray, I'm like, fuck, here we go again. Here we go again.
1: Fuck. Here we go again into Bobby Blaze, the police officer, Kim Birchfield, and Dirty White Boy, who now have to cut a promo. Here it is. This is after what we listened to with Budro.
0: All right, we're ready with our confrontation segment here on Smoky Mountain Wrestling. My guest, the Dirty White Boy and Smoky Mountain Heavyweight Champion, Bobby Blaze. And what they have in common is a man named Nature Boy, Buddy Landell. And Bobby, tonight, Fright Night in Johnson City, this belt is on the line along with the Mercedes you won from the man, the Rolex, he's putting 10,000 bucks
4: up, saying that he can take it all back from me. How do you feel about it? Hey, it's like this. Tonight in Johnson City, Buddy Landell, this belt, the Rolex, the nice Mercedes I've been driving in for $10,000. All kidding aside, a man's left when he goes so far. But tonight, guts and perseverance, something I have a lot of, Buddy Landell. Bobby Blaze won't quit. I'm coming for the $10,000 and I'm gonna defend this belt. Remember, tonight in Johnson City, guts and perseverance. You won't make me back down, Landell, and I'm coming for that $10,000.
0: Bobby, I know you're on a roll and I know that $10,000 buy a lot of baby food. A lot of baby food and more,
4: a lot of diapers, a lot of diapers. Good go. luck to you tonight. Thank you. Well, and
0: one of the things that's going on when Buddy Landell steps in the ring with the dirty white boy is that police officer Kim Birchfield will be on hand Let's hear from him right now,
4: and then we'll talk to the dirty white boy. You know, Buddy Landale, I've been around Johnson City in this area for a long time. Jesus Christ. I've been a police officer in Johnson That's City a long time, and i ran for sheriff. <laughs> what you did to me the last time in Johnson City, Buddy, you really embarrassed me in front of a lot of my friends. Now, tonight, you put your hands on me as I'm assigned special referee, and your butt's going downtown. I can promise you that, Landale. All right,
0: we've heard from Officer Birchfield Now... The whole deal here is, if Landell <laughs> breaks the rules, <laughs> one time, he's going to jail in one Kansas time, City,
5: right? That's exactly right. Officer Kim Birchfield, Nature Boy, Buddy Landell, you have nailed this man on two different occasions. First time he let you slide, the second time he let you slide trying to be a man, not a police officer, but this time, if you lay one finger on Officer Birchfield, you're going away. If you pull any shady deals tonight, they're going to put them little bracelets on you and you're going downtown. Now, you know, that that stipulation goes to Nature Boy Buddy Landau. I don't think it yeah. has anything to do well, with me.
0: Figuratively speaking, you're handcuffing him already because if this guy can't break the rules, it's going to be tough for him to perform. It's going to be very, very tough for the Nature Boy to
5: even come close to beating the white boy. So Nature Boy, woo you get ready one way or the other brother you're going down either them shoulders are going on the
0: mat or you're going downtown and see what lockup's all about. That's Which Fright was? Night Tonight in Johnson City.
2: Harbor. Uh, Remember those tennis shoes that uh, ZWB is wearing there?
3: That's People. those ones uh, Jake the Snake was wearing in that promo.
2: <laughs> it feels like he gave him the, <laughs> like the dirty wipe away.
1: those look cleaner man
3: yeah those look like he's wearing just like some like Reeboks or something remember the big tongue phase where that shit would all be flying around back in the day yeah like like the uh, Nike like the Air Force ones or something it was force something like that I
1: think those are are clean or the the white Reeboks or cons cons that's the cons had those big big damn yeah, on them. Those those look cleaner than um than Jake's. Jake's Jake's look like they had ran through mud and trying to get away from the police <laughs> because he was <laughs> <when they laughs> or something. Like oh, you, no. those are a lot whiter um, and more clean. Dirty white boy looks like a clean fella. I mean, think about Jake's man. The soles on those things look like they were falling off. Like he got those some bitches from a damn. You know, he got him, He got Army him on the something. same side
2: of the road that Wolfman found that pelt. Now, 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 Bobby is straight up, pure pink, white meat, baby face. You would say pink meat, I'm sure, Mike, but it's he's got a pink neck, but it's white, he's white meat, mhm, um, but let's turn our attention to Kim Birchfield here, so Harper, you're saying that's him,
3: that's him, bro. Just get the mustache and everything. He okay. still looks like that,
2: okay. Now, Mike, do you know who he looks like to me?
1: He almost looks like a cartoon character with that no neck and double chin. and
2: He looks like if, if T-Rex... Oh, no. And the guy that at work that we said is the prototypical Yankees fan that struggles to breathe and waddles around <laughs> were mixed together, it's Ken Birchfield.
1: Actually... The dude you talking about that waddles and walks around and it sounds like he's about to have a heart attack. He looks like that dude more to me than he would the T Rex. I see okay. why you say the T Rex, but the problem is I, he don't have the arms like the T Rex.
2: We don't. We can't see.
1: Well, no, we saw him. But, we've, we've seen. But, we've seen the arms.
2: Now, Harper, where? do you think Kim Birchfield goes to get a haircut like that?
3: Supercuts. <laughs> fantastic Sams.
2: <laughs>
3: uh, or his fucking wife does it.
2: There, Hey, hey, you're on to something there. <laughs> she quit after her first six weeks at beauty college, but she's good enough to cut the, the sheriff's head.
6: <laughs>
3: My. That, that, that fucking mustache.
2: Bruh. Perfect. That's as part of that's as much of the of the of the uniform as the badge.
3: He still has it in that picture from uh, 2014.
1: (laughs) Dudes with those kind of mustaches don't change things up very often. (laughs) They like the
2: good old days, and they ain't seeing a reason to change.
1: (laughs) All right. uh so anyway the quick recap on what goes down there bobby is putting a lot on the line he's putting up the belt the rolex the mercedes all for ten thousand dollars i don't it doesn't seem fair but bobby is a fighting man and officer birchfield says he's putting buddy in jail if he breaks those rules so we will see what happens wouldn't
3: wouldn't it be great if they did a promo with fucking bobby and uh and a mercedes
2: (laughs) (laughs) it would be like
3: i mean that would have been perfect He's but never driven.
2: Really, any, he's never driven anything that nice, so he can't find the uh, air conditioner. <laughs>
3: but just, it's really just like, but but like, it's really just like a Chevy Corsica. Come on, like a, like a Mercedes symbol <laughs> on the grill.
6: <laughs> uh, we're
1: gonna see plenty of cars at the car lot. I hope Harper can be on with us for those. Boy, episodes. no kidding. Um, when 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 B- Buddy Landell takes us to uh, Clayton's Motors, I think is what it is. Holy crap! God, is it, it's so great. It's a
3: commercial.
2: No,
1: it's it, a promo. It's oh. it's a yeah, it's a promo, and it's it's glorious. It's so white trash, but it's so hey. glorious. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's so terrible in the best way. We shall keep going. They show a replay. Of last week with New Jack versus Tracy Smothers, that got wild with the gangsters jumping in, and then Corny and then Boo also try to help out. A lot went down right there. Um, they then go to Tracy Smothers and Bob Armstrong and Jim Cornette for a promo. I actually don't have anything from it. It's just Cornette, Smothers, and Armstrong. And they're basically making one last push to talk to people into the building for the matches that are going on tonight at Fright Night from Johnson City in Tennessee. So it's more of a. Just a plug to say, hey, come out. We're in live in person. Come see us. Doc, did you have anything else from it?
2: Yeah, I didn't have any notes specifically on the content. I thought it was good. I did say that, hey, that's got me fired up for this match. I did like Tracy's shirt and red Zubaz pant combination there. Look at that. He's got the Rebel bandana around his neck, tied around his neck. He's got a Tracy Smothers Wild Eyed Southern Boys t-shirt on. And then he's got some red Zubaz.
1: Hopper, do you have any thoughts on what they're wearing? <laughs> Jesus, look at that!
3: Tracy's just been. People would probably buy that shirt now. Oh yeah. Like, oh, look like at him though. He's fired up. Like at the shows.
1: They would, Hopper, because they, it's yeah,
3: it's got that kind of retro
2: fucking look to it.
1: He he really they really would buy that right now.
2: I'm more interested in that shirt Bob Armstrong's wearing.
1: Yeah, that one's nice. Along with the Smoky Mountain hat too.
2: Yeah, that was. Nuts. I don't like that hat, but.
1: Uh, but we'll keep that going. hat.
2: That you know that hat reminds me. What was a cat? Yeah, the fucking bulldozer company is some shit. Yeah. Everybody's grandpa had one of
1: those. Doc, any thoughts? Uh, not only on this, but the video package of the Undertaker that we see.
2: No, we've already seen it. It's Don't Fear the Reaper, and you didn't know that was Blue Oyster Cult. Damn, Mike. Come on, bro. It Maybe if it was Black Oyster Cult, he would have known it. But Oh.
1: Y'all finish? I'm just asking. Can we keep going?
2: Why are you so upset, man? We're just I'm having
1: not... fun. Okay. Trust me, that okay. does not upset me.
3: We didn't land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on us. Oh! <laughs> I
2: want to get some more, I want to get Corso in my torso.
1: That was amazing from a couple weeks ago on college game day. The and I just don't know. But the problem is, I don't know if it was a male or female that had that. Sound. What does that? What does that matter? Yeah, it doesn't matter. But it, I, it just was amazing. Okay. Lee Corso in your torso. They want that old man in their torso. Wow, well, that's nice. I mean, it's like each his own, right?
2: He's like 90, yeah. man.
1: Yeah. I mean, Hopper likes older women, but damn. I know, I, huh? Ain't nothing wrong with older women, man. Ain't nothing wrong with that. The, All the right.
2: The wrinkle, the wrinkles get a little friction on your... N- never mind. Okay. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> what are you, 12? <laughs> Let's go to the gangsters. This is after the video package with The Undertaker. Um, Again, one last built fright night. Here we go. Tonight is the night. It's an I quit six-man tag match.
4: The match will continue no matter what happens until a member of one of the teams says, I quit.
5: I'd have been in a lot of matches in my day. But I'm going to be honest. An I quit match, it would have been all right if it was just anybody. But to be in the ring with The Undertaker is bad enough. Then you got Cornette. Then you got the Armstrong then you got everybody else that he bringing trying to get rid of the gangster. Well I done thought about it and I done slept on it. And every time I try to go to sleep the only thing I can picture is the Undertaker grabbing me around my neck and snot coming out my nose. That ain't a pretty sight. Well I'm gonna tell you something. And Jim Garnett, I'm gonna tell you something. The Undertaker, he got to go through d to get to me, he got to go through Mustafa <laughs> to get to me, he got to go through kill a to get to me, and by the time you get to me boy, you going to be too tired to do anything Because I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be slippery like a fish out of water. And partner, you best believe it ain't going to be easy getting your hands on New Jack. Because I'm going to be honest, this is one match that I ain't looking forward to. And if I live through it, you better know that the gangsters, we ain't gone and it ain't going to be over with. And I hope you rednecks happy that we done finally got sucked into a match that I'm
4: finally worried about. All right, ladies and gentlemen, great seats are still available. It happens tonight at 8 o'clock. Here's more about Fright Night.
1: All right, Doc, what would you have from the gangsters right there as New Jack is scared?
2: Yeah, I didn't have a lot. Of, he didn't talking about a lot of lines there again, but I thought that was really good because he's talking him in the building because he's showing a side that we haven't seen before and the hillbillies that are brave enough to come will want to pay to see him get killed by the Undertaker. So.
1: Probably. Oh, good. Sorry.
2: No, it's just, it was good.
1: Harper, you got any thoughts on it?
3: Yeah, it was good. He's showing them. He's. He, I'm actually scared. I'm not just talking
1: shit. I'm being real here. It's you know fucking I like? Undertaker. I like that. He's like, he names all the gangsters that Taker has <laughs> to go through before they get to him, which I thought was funny. He's like. He said that's showing you how scared he is because normally he's talking about how I'm going to get you, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. But now it's like you got to go through Mustafa. You got to go through Kyle. You got to go through D-Lo. You got to go through all these people before you get to me. And I thought that was good. They, they Here's the graphic of it, Friday Night, April 8th. I quit match gangsters and D-Lo um, against Bob Armstrong, Tracy, and The Undertaker with Jim Cornette. And Paul Bearer was going to be there. So uh, Paul Bearer is the uh, – the Revolution Rumble is named after Paul Bearer. So, That's right. Want to point that Percy out, but, Pringle. Uh, the Percy Pringle, yeah, the Percy Pringle Revolution Rumble that Wildcat does every year. Uh, for those who don't know, he was very much tied to Wildcat Sports um, throughout the years when he was still alive. um So we keep going as uh, the graphic rolls on the video version of this show with all the matches that are taking place at fright night. We got Ricky Morton versus Al Snow. This match, I think and I've said this a few times on the show over the last three years, four years, this match is nearly a 12 minute match. And I'm pretty sure it's in the top five longest TV matches you'll ever see on Smoky mountain. I don't, I don't have it committed to memory, but I'm pretty sure this is one of the longest. Cause you got to remember, you only got 45 minutes to fill. So if you got 12 minutes, that's a quarter of your program. Um, doc, I, I'm going to run I have it down. I got a couple but, of, but go I,
2: I got a couple of, of timestamps. Shut up talents talking. Give Talent. me
1: thirty nine.
2: <laughs> thirty nine twenty. I'd like to know what um, Al Snow is sell- how he's selling here.
1: Oh. <laughs> oh that's 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 pretty over the top but I like it.
2: <laughs>
1: okay. He just got hit in the jaw, looked, I mean so it makes sense. Looked
2: like he was jizzing in his pants. That's nice. It is nice. Uh and then give me forty two oh two. We got some high flying Ricky Morton here.
1: Alright, let's go to this is forty one fifty two, so we're we're on a cusp of it. Let's see what Morton does.
2: Got some high flying moves in nineteen
1: ninety five. Oh he hits the ropes, comes off, Rana. Oh, okay. Look at Ricky. Look at All Ricky. He's still doing that shit too, as he's busted open. Uh huh.
2: Yeah, he's busted open too.
1: All right, what else you got, Doc?
2: This was that's about it. It was a good match. I liked it. It was long.
1: Uh, Harvard, but
2: they're good.
1: What, what you got from it, man?
3: Al Snow looks like the guy from. Remember that movie, America's Last Virgin? No. No.
1: You know I don't.
3: <laughs> no, come on. You I, I remember I, that movie from the eighties.
1: No, but if you remember it. Send it to Harper on Facebook. Don't send it to me, because I don't know what it is and I don't want to see a clip of it. Uh oh. I think my promo cut him off, Doc. Oh,
2: God. You, you, you.
1: <laughs>
2: Bro see you, you
1: silence,
2: me.
1: No. <laughs> I, I know what he said. I, I know I've never seen it, Harper. And Doc Come hasn't on, either.
3: Man. No, whatever, whatever, it has, whatever. It has the best ending in movie history.
1: What's the name of it?
3: America's Last Virgin.
1: <sighs> now, now, Harper's gonna make me waste two hours of my life to go watch that shit.
3: No, dude, you just watch it when you
1: get when you get off. I'm I'm gonna Google it to read what it's about before i watch my wife gets mad at me because i do that if she's watching a movie i'll like google it to see what happens at the end
3: she's oh, like why I do you do it. that
1: it ruins it no it don't yeah, yeah, look, I'm not interested.
3: Look, look, i do shit like that because before i get invested into this shit right because i have very little free time if if it's shit i'm gonna just fucking move
1: on <laughs> that's what i'm saying that's what that's exactly what i do i'm like I'm not, no, I'm not watching it. I'm going to read something first to see what I think. And then I'm like, all right, I'm going to spend five minutes doing a little research. And then I'm like, all right, it's worth my time. Other than that, no. Anyway. All right. I haven't seen that movie though, Hopper, but I'm, I'm right there with you. I see eye to eye. So this match, man, at the end of it, Unibomb gives Snow this this glove that they've they've been passing around the whole match. There's shenanigans with the ref taking a bump, but Morton grabs a glove from Snow and hits Snow with it. Morton wins by pin, but after the match, Unibom power bombs Morton and Gibson and then throws Mark Curtis the ref. So the rock and roll are basically a little butt- bloodied and kind of, you know, they're 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 messed up. Well Ricky's bloody and Robert's kind of reeling. So then they go to the to the back after the match and uh here's a here's a quick promo. After everything goes down, they're in the dressing room, and let's see what happens. Uh, rock and roll is back there.
4: Uh, we got our camera back in the locker room area. Let's let's take you back to the locker room area and check on the condition of Ricky Morton. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you see that situation. It's tragic back there, and, of course, tonight's the big night in Johnson City. I don't know if anybody's going to be able to go tonight. There were three or
5: four of them. They beat me with a lead pipe. I swear I saw them all. They hit me with a lead
4: pipe. What are you talking about?
5: I'm talking about three or four. Yeah, the lead loaded gloves, what happened?
4: You got nailed with your own loaded glove there, pal.
5: I'm telling you, Jimmy boy, there were 15, 20 guys. Three or four of them had a gun. Five or six had a knife. We fought them off, though. We're really the greatest tag team of life.
4: Well, but tonight it's going to be unibombing. He should be well-rested. And after you guys double team Ricky and Robert, I mean, what kind of shape they're going to be in tonight?
5: I don't really care what shape they're in, Jim. What do you think? I can give a rat's rear end. All I care about is me and this guy back here. Brigade Robert, you're in bad shape now. Wait till all you and your buddies, I think you guys are like the redneck gangsters or something. 25-30 guys came out on me, Jim. Beat me up there were pipes and stones. Are you delirious? You know what you're saying? I know what I'm saying. I understand what I'm saying. Oh, why are you lying then? I'm not lying. Do you see me lying down here on this table? because I sink Well, you're yeah. lying.
4: what you're doing. You're lying. Oh, whoa! Fans, we're out of time. We'll see you tonight at Johnson City.
1: So they go off air with them brawling, which I thought was fine. Doc, you got any thoughts on the closing promo?
2: Man, the rock and roll is always in the middle of shit.
1: Yeah, pretty much how it works out, huh?
2: Yeah, they can't just have one day at peace, man. No,
3: man, somebody's <laughs> always trying to take them out. I mean, they can't just sit and chill and just wrestle and get the one, two, three, and just... Bro, and, Bruh, go and home.
2: here's the here's the other thing: we've said on this show that y'all are taught, you two are tired of them. They're still the NWA World Heavyweight Champions, <laughs> twenty four years later than this, when you were already tired of them.
1: I don't know if I'm tired of him, Doc.
2: No. Oh.
1: pardon Longing me. Long in a tooth. I mean, it's hard when you're watching, when you're doing a review on two different promotions, and in both promotions, you you see him on a weekly basis. It, it it can wear on you. And you know, Ricky's line. We love Ricky Morton, but rock and roll is is here to stay and not here to play. I mean, we yeah, we all, we hear that in our sleep. He says it all the time.
3: I got a tattooed. You got a what? I got it tattooed on me.
1: But yeah, okay. All right. So with all that said, Doc, what are you rating this one? Disability I thought this check. was
2: a, a interesting episode. Not great. Still solid. Nothing spectacular. Still good. Um, so with all that said, give me a 7.5.
1: Hopper, what about you? Give it an eight. All right. Uh, And it is government cheese award. Wait, what are you
2: what are you rating it? Yeah, Uh, the government cheese
1: award was named by Shard Johnson. Before we give the government cheese out, I want to remind everyone to please use our Amazon referral link. These holidays are up on us. Give that link to the wives, uh. girlfriends, broads, and hoes in your life and tell them to use the Amazon referral link. It's tinyurl.com slash bttamazon. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And by using it, you help support this show. Again, it's tinyurl.com bttamazon. Great way to support this show. And remember, become a patron also at tinyurl.com slash patreon btt. All right, Doc, who are you going to over the cheese to? I know you did. You texted me. You hear me say it every week, to... but, you, but you said, hey, what, what's the uh, what's the link?
3: Right. You should see these shoes I bought with it. These, like, hard-body Harper shoes. It's, okay. like, Soul Train fashions times a thousand.
1: Oh, God. Please take a picture. I want to see. I,
3: sh- I showed them to my mom, and she's like, where'd you get that off of, like, Rampart Street or something? I said, no, it's off of fucking Amazon.
1: Can you send a picture, please? Yeah, I'll send are you a picture you, of. Are you are you debuting these at the Revolution Rumble? Is that what the special occasion is? Yeah. Wow. Maybe you should I, maybe you
2: should post them on the Facebook page. It's a secret.
1: Yeah. Got, it's a
2: talk them in the building.
1: Yeah, that's right. All right, Doc. Who are you giving me your government cheese to?
2: Everybody was good, but nobody was spectacular. Um. This one was kind of tough to do, but I decided that I was going to give it to Boo Bradley.
1: All right. Who are you giving yours to, Hopper? I give mine to Alice. No, I'm going to give mine to Buddy. Wow. I had to with the... When the it, I mean, it's partly the Wolfman who comes out just with that stupidity and bullcrap. But I'm gonna give mine to Buddy. Al Snow was good though. Al Snow. Yeah.
3: That shit made no sense, bro. When I think about it.
1: What made no sense? Why did
3: Why did the why Why did the Wolfman go
2: talk to him to get why to the th- other side?
1: Yeah. Why did the Wolfman yeah. even? Why is the Wolfman even in Smoky Mountain? It's to it's to drive Budrow around uh, with his with his stank gear. Anyway, um, whatever. Al Snow. Doc doesn't like Al Snow and Smoky, but I think it's he's not fine. bad. Yeah.
2: Here's the thing: he's good in the ring. I don't care for his promos. He kind of he kind of
3: reminds me of uh, Candino when he first came in. Who? Chris Candido. Candido.
1: He's messing with you, Harper, because of the way you said Candido, he 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 thinks he's slick. I caught what he just did there, and you see he's laughing. I caught exactly. It's like That's nice. it, it's like when you, it's like that other words you say when you say Valentine's Day. He always makes you repeat it because he like he he's trying to make fun of the way you say it.
6: He ain't Valentine's.
1: slick. He's an asshole, is what he is. (laughs) All right, we're gonna get ready to get out of here. Before we do so, check out the. There are
2: hey, there are people that like the subtlety, the subtle layers of humor. Like we have a lot of listeners that like the dick jokes and the fat ass jokes and the Harper making fun of the R word people. Uh But there's also people out there that that tell me all the time how much they appreciate that it's not just crude humor here. There's you have to pay attention to catch some of the humor that we do because we're we're good at what we do.
1: They tell him all the time. Sure. They they directly reach out to you. (laughs) Whatever, asshole. Before we get out of here, check out the wrestling podcast about nothing with ROH's Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett every single Monday. Also, check out our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Morata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. And I think that's going to get us out of here. Um, Doc, you got anything else? Nah, bad. Harper, if you ain't got nothing else, hit the tagline. Take us home.
3: Book it, Bitch.
1: Before we get out of here, I need to give a special shout out to all of our patrons out there. Thank you for your patronage, your show, or your, your patronage is the reason this show keeps on going, man. I got to tell you, it uh, it makes it all worthwhile. So thank you for your support. If you're appreciative to this eight free shows that we are kicking out every single month and have done so for almost four years now of, of this, uh, as far as the eight free shows. We've done the show for four and a half years. But thank you. We appreciate it. And I want to give a special shout-out to some Hall of Fame patrons out there. Lee Russell, thank you very much. MDQ for life. George Davis, uh, that's MDQ MDQ for life on Twitter, for being F-O-R. Kevin Carter, George Davis, Michael Angel, Bob Richards, Rocky Suezo, Christopher Champer, Will Hartke, Robbie Dyson, Rick Beebe, Brad and Tom Schlegel, Coach Joey Chase, a.k.a. Willie Chase, Steve Malbasa, Laurent Brown, Kenny Byersdorf, Glenn Abbott at GA Note on Twitter, Bobby Murray, Marlon Mueller, Half Pints Point, Keep Cutting Those Promos, Kid, Josh Warren, Everett Star, Mike Childry, Hall of Fame, who's uh, who's uh, one of our big-time Hall, uh, Hall of Fame patrons, along with Kyle Riley and disrespectfully classy Marky e. Blassie, Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, the great John Dean at YRC21 on Twitter, Josh Dunn at Ryan and Auburn, good old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Morecci, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Chris Myers, Gerald Green, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, David DeVries, SV Pagem, Bill Sousa, Big Rich at Spy Boy Sports Cap on Twitter, Ari Miller 39, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinosa, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andretti, Coleman Two, Marty Howell, T-Hog94, God Bold Unreal. Thank you for being Hall of Fame patrons. And before we get out of here, shout out to the Bottom Line cast and my friends Mike Pru and JV. They do the ECW show on the Patreon feed at the $5 tier, so make sure you check that show out. As Patreon members, they do a great job, along with hosting their own show called the Bottom Line Wrestling cast, where they are chronicling the... Career of Stone Cold Steve Austin, month by month and on a weekly basis. So make sure you check them out. Uh, they're at the Bottom Line Cast on Twitter. And just search Bottom Line Cast, wherever you get your podcast from. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks to all the patrons out there, Hall of Fame patrons, and everyone who supports this show. You guys are the best. And as Harper always says when he gets out of here, book it, bitch.